This is a Retail Insider Podcast. You're listening to the interview series. Welcome to the Retail Insider Podcast. I'm your host today, Craig Patterson, and we're joined here with Courtney Watkins, founder and owner of luxury resale retailer, Mine and Yours, which is based in Vancouver. Welcome, Courtney. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Now, tell me a little bit about uh, your retail concept and how it developed. Um, yeah, so Mine and Yours is a luxury resale boutique. Uh, what makes us uh, different than the typical secondhand store that existed, especially back in 2013 when we opened, um, is we're mo- primarily cash on the spot. Uh, so we offer cash, store credit, or consignment on items that we're going to sell for $500 or more, which is mostly handbags. And um, me, uh, I used to live down in LA and they had a lot of these like Buffalo Exchange, Wasteland. They had a lot of these kind of cooler curated secondhand stores that just really made it easy to sell your items. And after moving back and spending a few years here, we realized there was just nothing, one, that had a luxury feel to it or two, that was easy. You know, you had to book an appointment. It was weeks out. You had to come in with like 50 items or 10 items or there was just a lot of parameters uh, where there wasn't anything really easy, cool, or um, that, you know, that you, you left out you left walking out feeling like it was a high-end experience. No, it makes sense. Now, you got started in 2013, like you said. You had a store actually in a, a townhouse that could be used for residential, uh, but also, of course, could be used for, obviously, commercial on uh, on Hornby Street. Tell me about it, uh, even or tell, I guess, uh, listeners. So me and my previous business partner, we had been looking for locations, and, you know, we had... We were looking all over with like big leases, long term, you know, a little bit scary to get into it, especially starting off. And then we had a friend that lived in this building that was live work townhouses. And at first he was going to rent us just the bottom 300 square feet of his townhouse because they weren't really using it. And then the neighboring unit came up and we're like, let's just, great, we can sign a one year lease, go in, start small. Um, So it was three levels each one about three to 350 square feet. And my previous business partner lived on the top floor. Um, her living room was the middle. And then we started off with just the bottom 300. And then we slowly, after the opening, then the middle became our office. You know, we kicked her out of the living room. The middle floor became our office. Then the middle floor became our second level of mine and yours. And then the third level ended up being our offices and uh, photo studio. So eventually she moved out and we had all three levels of our, um, that were oh. mine and yours. Oh, excellent. Excellent. But it was a really fun way to start a business. Like we had, you know, we were, we were living in our business literally, and it just made it a little, a little less pressure, easier to make some mistakes when they weren't so costly. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, just made, made for some good times of having your friends over at your apartment and our business was right down there, you know, playing dress up with a bottle of wine was our usual go-to on the <laughs> evenings. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. Now the, um, business eventually moved and, uh, tell me a little bit about the timeline of, um, uh, of, uh, locations for mine and yours. Yeah, we were at that location. We actually moved to the neighboring one, uh, so we could do a little facelift on it, but we were just over three years in the townhouses. And then we started looking for, we, we had grown out of the space. We were overflowing, uh, you know, the product. We really wanted you to be able to come in and see the product, but we also didn't want to say no to good stuff. So uh, it was just starting to, we were starting to bust at the seams and looked for a second location. And as we were looking for the second location, this location 
a half a block. It was just through the alleyway mm-hmm. came up. And then we were like, well, we already know, you know, we're already in this area. We already know our customers will come to us. So instead of starting with a second location, we decided to move, um, to move to a slightly larger location and, and, and try that before two locations. Amazing. Amazing. Now, uh, since then, um, much more recently, a new store has opened, uh, in a fairly prominent location on Davie street, I believe. Yes. We, um, since, so we always said we were brick, click and pop. So we had our brick and mortar stores. We had click, which was our online. And then we did pop-ups. So we had a, we had a pop-up on Robson street. We had a six month pop-up on South Granville and we had a, a pop-up in LA, a couple of other, other ones throughout the city. Um, and then it was really to be able to kind of test the market, you know, not go in on, on a long-term lease. Uh, but throughout COVID we pop-ups weren't a thing, you know, um, <laughs> And opening a second retail location wasn't really a priority as well. It was just kind of holding holding forward on the one that we had. Um, but my uh, a friend of mine owned Brooklyn Clothing, and that was what was in on Homer and Davy. And I always loved his space, just like really high ceilings, great location, industrial feeling. And then when he decided to move, he took me out for lunch, and we uh, he told me the space was available, and I was I was sold. I'm like, it's mine. Um, so we opened that in October of last year. Amazing. Amazing. And, uh, are, are people, um, coming by and shopping in terms of foot traffic or, or how are you seeing customers, uh, coming to the new store now? Yeah. The new store has been, you know, even better than expected. Oh. Great location next to a coffee shop, right in kind of right in Yale town. We're seeing a lot of new customers where before our house street location, it's still downtown. It's not that it's far away, but there isn't a lot around it. So we were, we were a bit of a destination, you know, people coming and walking into our store. They typically found out about us through a friend, through Instagram, and they were walking in to shop where what we're finding on our new location is we're getting a lot of that walk by traffic. We're getting a lot of people that, you know, didn't know about us or had heard about us, but just happened to be walking by. And now they're coming in to check us out. Oh, amazing. Holy cow. I guess it shows visibility and retail is Sometimes very important, uh, or at least it can actually help augment, you know, business. Yeah, I always heard like location, 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 and I I didn't feel fully believe it because both of my first locations were a little bit, uh, you know, off the beaten path. And then I had a pop up on Robson, which is like the you know a great retail location. I also had a pop up on South Granville, and they did okay, but they didn't do that well. Uh, so I thought. <laughs> actually just great product and marketing. And then now this location, I think I just, I got it right. You know, this where maybe Robson and South Granville weren't necessarily, they were great locations for some businesses. They weren't as great for mine. Mm-hmm. And Yale town seems to be, um, you know, is, is doing a lot better than the pop-ups at uh, South Granville and Robson did. That's so interesting. That's because you never know, right? Yeah. So th- that's why you got to test, you know, that's yep. the best thing about going in and doing a pop-up is being able to test and, if I would have signed a five-year lease on South Granville in 2019, I don't know if I'd be in business right now. How about um, sourcing uh, product, uh, well, generally, and then over the pandemic, because you've got to have a lot of really great uh, designer brands in there. And, uh, you know, Chanel, Gucci, Prada, I don't even have to name them, you know, the world's best designers are there. Tell me a little bit about um, getting product for the stores. Yeah, so sourcing has always, um, you know, as much as we're marketing towards getting customers, just as equally, we have to market towards getting suppliers because uh, we need to grow them both really at the same time. Um, so 
before we opened our second location, we actually had an influx of products. So we uh, we had an office space that we housed all of our extra inventory. Um, I found a lot of people, maybe people weren't going out that much um, during the pandemic and weren't shopping as much, but they were home and they were cleaning out their closets. Uh, so we kind of continued to get a pretty pretty good supply of product. Uh, we now can we now take quotes online so people can go to our website, upload photos of their products, and within a few days we get back to them, let them know what we'd sell it for, their cash offer, store credit, or consignment, and then send them a shipping label, and they can just ship it in. So that's opened up our product supply to not just in Vancouver, but really across Canada and some into the U.S. as well. Amazing. And speaking of beyond Vancouver, uh, are you thinking of possibly opening any mine and lo- mine and yours locations outside of the Vancouver market? You mentioned you did have a pop up in Los Angeles. You've got a uh, background there. Any? Uh, I, I'm in Toronto. Can I uh, shop in your store at some point? Are you thinking of opening yes. one here? <laughs> yes, we'll be able to. So we March of 2020, I was in Toronto in Yorkville, ready to launch the pop up to test the market. And we had shipped all of our product out there. I was starting to do the build out and then everything started falling apart. Um, In hindsight, I probably shouldn't even even gone out there and shouldn't have shipped the product. But who knew what this COVID thing was actually going to be back then? So that really that same location now, instead of testing the market and going to do a pop up, it's two years later. I still want it. I still think it's the, you know, an, an ideal space. So I'm looking at opening uh, this summer in, um, out in Toronto. Oh, excellent. Will it be in the Yorkville area? Do you know yet? Yes. Uh, it, the plan is to be in the Yorkville area. So just getting into um, finding a space and negotiating a lease. But, um, but that's, the, that's, that's the area that I've, that I've uh, liked the most. I love it. I highly suggest it. I uh, live in Yorkville, so I uh, look forward oh, to it. Oh, amazing. <laughs> oh, great. We'll be neighbors. You bet. And we started selling, uh, this year we started selling men's as well. So you can come in and uh, not only say hello, but do some shopping. You bet. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Is there anything else we want to uh, talk today about uh, uh, mine and yours uh, as uh, the company continues to see success and grow? Um, yeah, just, I mean, the main thing I'm super excited about is launching our Toronto location, getting a foothold kind of over in the East Coast. And then um, from there, we'll probably go back to, now that the world is open, our pop-up model and do pop-ups kind of across Canada, be able to test a couple other markets and then figure out maybe where our fourth and fifth location should be. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, I wish you the best of luck. This is exciting. Uh, It's also something that I think we're seeing more of in terms of uh, uh, almost, I don't want to say mainstream, but certainly... uh, a luxury resale has become much more common than it was, I think, in years past. Yeah. And once people start shopping secondhand and realizing you can get really good product at a fraction of the price, you know, before it was uh, really just like savvy shoppers shopping in our store. And now all of the women that are going into Holt Renfrew and Nordstrom's and Louis Vuitton, they're also coming in and shopping in our store. Amazing. Amazing. So, well, thank you so much. This has been Courtney Watkins, founder and owner of Luxury resale retailer mine and yours which is based in vancouver and will soon uh, not just be based in vancouver in terms of we'll have a store in toronto so thank you so much courtney for joining us today thank you so much for having me nice to see you again thank you eight years later <laughs> you as well and i'm craig patterson i'm the founder and editor-in-chief of retail insider thank you so much for joining us and listening to this podcast today thank you and bye for now